Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gunshots, bitch. Go ahead and get this shit fixed up. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. It's been two weeks, my nigga. My bad. Motherfucker didn't really have shit to talk about last week. And y'all niggas know how I feel about episodes where I ain't got shit to talk about. If I ain't got shit to say, I ain't gonna say shit. So I motherfucker had to take a week off, my nigga. You know, shout out to Shan from the She Gets It podcast. Uh, we went live last night for a couple hours and shit A nigga was gonna do this motherfucker last night, but Nigga didn't end up happening, my nigga got tired after we did the show, my nigga We did a dope-ass episode, too uh, You know, we was talking about dating intentionally and shit, so Y'all go check that motherfucking episode out at She Gets It Podcast, my nigga And, uh I'll probably release that shit on my platform at some point you know, just so both of us could, you know, get the whoop-de-whoops off that motherfucker. But it was a dope-ass episode, my nigga. Like I always tell y'all, y'all niggas didn't heard me shout Shan out a million times on this motherfucker. Shan a motherfucking beast, my nigga. It's like she the female version of me and shit. Like we both complement each other perfectly and shit. It's like, you know, like I done told y'all, nigga, sometimes I hear her episodes and I don't even want to do none because... Nigga, she already said what I was going to say on that fucking subject, so, you know, shout out to Shan, my nigga. But uh, today's episode, um, it's going to be about perception. Um, You know, like, just the way people view you, the way that you carry yourself. Um, You know, a lot of times in, in today's society, nigga, perception is fucking reality. Like, you know, they say perception is like reality and all that shit. But, nigga, nowadays, it's it's more important how motherfuckers look at you than who you actually are a lot of times. You know, like um, in hip-hop, you know, they got the turn fake it till you make it. You know, it's like uh, if you don't look like money, ain't nobody going to want to give you none. You know, and that's like a big thing, my nigga. You know, and I tell people a lot, like I've done an episode, uh, it was called... Um, listener discretion is advised I was talking about Lizzo And um, a lot of what that episode was about Was like you know Everybody who knows me And has heard me speak They know I'm not a big fucking fan of Lizzo And it ain't got shit to do with her size Her weight or none of that shit You know because people immediately go to Oh you don't like Lizzo Because she's big and she's confident It ain't got shit to do with that My nigga like Big women is my shit, my nigga. Like, I always say, you got to be too something to do something. I don't have no problem with a woman that's not small, my nigga. Like, I don't even like little women, if anything, my nigga. 
But like as far as Lizzo go, like I say, nigga, it, there's ways of doing anything. You know, when it comes to Lizzo, Lizzo got her ass out and countless other R&B stars and pop stars got their ass out. But when Lizzo do it, she don't do it fly. You know, like there's a fly way to do anything, my nigga. Lizzo don't do shit the fly way. If Lizzo did that shit fly, I would give her her props for being big and being fly. Like um, Monique, the comedian, back when she was big, nigga, she was doing big girl shit in the fly way. She made it cool to be a big girl. Like Lizzo was just fucking tacky, my nigga. You know, like I was talking about in that episode because it it wasn't long after the Laker game incident where Lizzo basically showed up to the Laker game with a T-shirt with her ass cut out the back of the fucking T-shirt, my nigga. And it wasn't the fact that she had her ass out, my nigga, because like I said, nigga, Beyonce done been on stage with her ass out. Rihanna done been on stage with her ass out. Nigga, there's ways of doing anything. But she just do shit the goofy way, my nigga. You know, and like this whole episode is just basically talking about how you should carry yourself as a human being. I'm not going to tell y'all niggas how to dress or how to do none of that shit or how you should walk or talk. But it's just the mindset that you should carry when you walk in and talking, which is, nigga, you got to do everything like you doing it for TV, my nigga. You know, because a lot of times you never know who's fucking watching you, my nigga. Like, you never know what people are watching you for. You never know what people's intentions are when you got them eyes on you. You know, because, like, we live in an attention culture, my nigga. Like, we live in a culture where if you post a video on Instagram or YouTube, nigga, you immediately watching the views. You want to see how many people saw you. You know, a lot of times the way that a lot of us dress is based on who the fuck we going to see that day. You know, and, like, one of the things that used to piss me off a lot, you know, about, like, a lot of the women who I knew in my life, like, they wear pajamas to the mall. Or, you know, like, they throw a fucking bonnet on to go somewhere public. And Monique spoke on this shit. And she got hella flack for it. But it's like, if any motherfucker who listened to what she said really understood society and, nigga, you just had any type of game in their life, they would understand what the fuck she was saying. When she was talking about how she was walking through the airport and the women had them bonnets on. And the thing is, you don't want to see a motherfucker in public with a bonnet on, my nigga. You wear bonnets in private. And I understand the the point they was trying to make with like, oh, it's a protective style. I'm in the airport. I don't give a fuck. And it's cool. But it's like, nigga, you never know who's going to be looking at you. You never know how they're viewing you when they're looking at you. Like something I would always say, my nigga, like when I would get dressed, because a lot of people who know me, like who've known me since back in the day, nigga, I get dressed. I throw an outfit on to go check my fucking mail. Nigga, I throw an outfit on, jewelry, watch, and all that shit, nigga, to go to the fucking liquor store to buy some fucking lottery tickets. Because I always tell people, nigga, I never know who I'm going to run into. I never know who I'm going to see. So I always got to have my best first impression on when I'm walking around the world, my nigga. You know, it's like you never know who the fuck you'll run into. So you always want to be on point, my nigga. It's just like simple to me. Like, just like when it comes to like jobs and shit like that, you know, like you always want to look like you know how to do the job. Because a lot of times, my nigga, people will trust your talent a lot more when you look like you actually have the talent. You know, like um, I was reading 50 Cent fucking book. The other day, nigga, like yesterday or some shit at work. And the shit was powerful as a motherfucker. Like the nigga was talking about how Bill Gates 
and the other dude who started Microsoft had got in with this company, um, basically, you know, telling them about um, how they can improve their computer system. The thing was, Bill Gates and his homeboy told them motherfuckers that they knew how to fix that computer system before they even knew how to fix it. But the perception that they had was, nigga, we graduated from these super dope-ass colleges, nigga. We know how to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So even though they didn't know how to do it, it looked like they knew how to do it. So they got the fucking job. You know, and, like, that's the fucking thing when it comes to anything, nigga. Carry yourself like you know how to do some shit. Carry yourself like you got some shit. Carry yourself like you've been there. You know, like, a funny thing that I ain't even fucking write down that I was thinking about was like when I lost my fucking virginity. Like, it kind of remind me of uh, the J. Cole song and shit. I forgot. Y'all niggas know the song that he made about losing his virginity, but it was like the same type of deal, my nigga. Nigga, homegirl was convinced that I had already been fucking before when I wasn't finna lie or I wasn't finna tell her the truth and make her think anything otherwise because, nigga, if she knew a nigga still had his V-card, I might not have gotten none, my nigga. You know, it was all perception, my nigga. Like, you always got to walk around like you worth a million dollars. You know, uh, what they say, nigga, you dress like the job that you want. You know, you always want to dress for the position that you're trying to get. And that don't always go for job interviews and shit, my nigga. That's just life in general, my nigga. Like, I always try to carry myself and be at my best, especially, like, right now as a newly single man. Like, nigga, being a motherfucking single human being, my nigga, like, I don't want to be raggedy because I don't want to attract no raggedy bitch. You know, I don't want nobody looking at me like, nigga, this motherfucker came to me with dirty pants and grimy shoes on, my nigga. This nigga pulled up on me with his hair not cut, mustache all over the motherfucking place, looked like a nigga didn't brush his motherfucking teeth. Like, nah, my nigga, you, you, you can't go out there like that, my nigga, because me... I judge motherfuckers based on appearance all the motherfucking time. Like they say, don't judge a book by its cover. To me, that's some bullshit. You know, I understand that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. They say that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But, nigga, we all know in society, nigga, everybody judge a motherfucking book book by its cover. You know, and that's something that us as human beings need to fucking realize about society as as in general, my nigga. Everybody talking about what you should do, but it ain't about what you should do. It's about what it is, my nigga. We don't live in a should world. We live in an is world. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. It ain't always about, well, people should treat you like this. People shouldn't care about what you're wearing. It's about who you are as a person. Nigga, you can say that shit all the fuck you want to, my nigga. But this is the reason that attractive people get farther in the world. Because we look at the outside way more than we care about the inside, my nigga. It's about what we see first. Nigga, I can see you from a mile away, my nigga. I can't see your personality from a mile away. You know, so whether you attractive or ugly, nigga, the, the, the least you can be is up to par. You know, like... At least, you know, your shirt be clean. At least the fucking collar of your shirt not dirty or hanging off your motherfucking ass. You know, the least you can do is groom yourself a little bit. Like, nigga, every time I do the motherfucking podcast, my nigga, it takes me like 30 to 45 minutes to get myself together, my nigga. Like, I literally go in the bathroom, look in the motherfucking mirror, 
Make sure my fingernails is clean. Nigga, make sure my mustache lined up to the best of my ability. Because sometimes y'all know, nigga, my mustache be fucked up because I do it myself. But, like, I always try to make sure I'm fly, my nigga. Like, I always try to keep my fucking air conditioner at a certain point so I don't be in this motherfucker, like, sweating and shit. Because I've done episodes where I had to heat up too high. Motherfucker be in this motherfucker, nigga. Sweating, wiping myself and shit. Like, nigga... It is what it is, but it's like, nigga, it's all perception, my nigga. Like, a lot of, you know, what I do on this motherfucking show, like, I be telling people, nigga, it's an image, it's a vibe. Like, it got to have a certain look about it. Because if I came on this motherfucker bummy, I don't give a fuck how much real shit I was talking about. Wouldn't nobody want to hear that shit. You know, like, it's in the fucking Bible, my nigga. Um, I forgot the fucking scripture, but basically the context of the scripture is um, the knowledge... Of the poor wise man is always despised. I got to find the fucking scripture. But basically what it's talking about is. Nigga I don't give a fuck how much shit you know. If you don't look like shit. Ain't nobody going to want to listen to you. Nigga you can't tell me about money if you look broke. Even if you rich. Don't nobody want to listen to a motherfucker that look broke. Like I've talked about on this fucking show a lot dog. Like, I've made this point many times on this very fucking show, my nigga. When it comes to mentors, when it comes to, like, the dudes who want to go back and help the fucking community, you know, a lot of times, nigga, young kids don't want to hear no dude that don't look cool. You know, a lot of the reason that rappers are the biggest influences in the black community is because they look cool. It ain't about what they actually got. It's about what they look like they got, you know, because like us as grown ass motherfuckers, like us as people who understand what's going on in the world. A lot of us know a lot of these rappers broke. A lot of these rappers is in fucked up 360 slave deals. Like a lot of these rappers live in a fucking condo. Nigga, I know a nigga with platinum plaques in his mama bedroom. My nigga like there's niggas who rap who look like they got it. Nigga, they got big jewelry, big designer, everything, nigga, red bottoms and. Balenciaga's in the whole nine yards And they broke as a motherfucker But the reason that we look up to them Is cause they look like they got it They look cool You know it, a lot of times it ain't always about what you got It's about what you look like you got You know because people pay attention to that shit My nigga You know like kids all they see is what they want So you can be like Yeah you know I got all this money in the stock market I got three bank accounts I got homes and Five different countries and I travel all year round and I don't have to work and I live the perfect life. And then when you try to talk to kids, they like, nigga, you got Birkenstocks on, nigga. You got sandals on, nigga. I don't want to listen to an old nigga with no fucking Crocs on. The fuck? Why the fuck do I want to listen to you and you got fucked up shoes on? Nigga, why do I want to listen to you and I don't even like the shirt you wearing, my nigga? Like people like to listen to the people who they want to look like. Like, people want to take advice from the people who look like they are where they want to be. So even though you actually there, ain't nobody going to listen if you don't look like you there. You know, like, nigga, that's the fucking value of perception, my nigga. It's just like when you're going into negotiations and shit, my nigga. Like, if you're going into a negotiation, you know... I forgot the fucking episode. I think it was the leverage episode now that I think about it. It was. 
But nigga, when you going into a uh, when you going into a situation where you have to negotiate anything, and you know, like I said in the leverage episode, anybody listening to this shit, my nigga, whether you a long time listener, a first time listener, you know, or you just been listening for a little while, go back and listen to episode three, leverage episode three. It's in my opinion, that's my best episode. But basically what I was talking about was, you know, just the importance of leverage in general. And a lot of your leverage is perception, how you're viewed, how motherfuckers look at you. And that's all based on how you fucking carry yourself, you know. And it's not always about, you know, like a lot of people when they think negotiations, they think of some boardroom, corporate CEO shit like you on some like Donald Trump type shit like you on some some businessman Wolf of Wall Street shit. Nigga, everything in life is a fucking negotiation, my nigga, when you really think about it, when you really break that shit down. Nigga, when when you dating, it's all negotiation based on leverage. You know, when you going in friendships, it's all negotiations based on leverage. When you are going into work situations, my nigga, as an employee looking for an employer, it's all negotiation based on leverage. Like, shout out to Rosie from the Rosie Perspective podcast. <laughs> Um, she had posted a fucking, a meme that was talking about, um, like basically this lady had tweeted that, um, she had hired somebody and the budget for the employee was like $150,000 a year or some shit, but she ended up only paying the lady like 85,000, you know, and Rosie was like, that's raggedy as fuck. And then like, you know, like the second slide was somebody saying that they hired somebody and um, they asked for a real low number, but they paid them over what they asked for because that's what the budget was. And she was like, that's, that's the right way to go about it. But like I told her in life, you don't always get what you deserve. You only get what you have the leverage to negotiate. Like just because you deserve something don't mean that you're going to get it. Just like just because you have something or just because you are a certain way or you are bringing a certain thing to the table, if it don't look that way, a lot of motherfuckers ain't going to give a fuck. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. A giant eagle switch to MyPerks and get lower prices on hundreds of items. Look for blue MyPerks price tags across the store. Switch today online, in our app, or at checkout to unlock lower everyday prices with MyPerks. Like it ain't always about, oh, but I'm a good person. Yeah, but your shoes was dirty. Like you, you didn't have the respect for the moment to bring your fucking A game in every way. So a lot of times motherfuckers is going to write you off before you even get to the point of being able to negotiate, being able to state your case. You know, like I remember like when I was younger, I was getting ready to go on a date and my mom was like, nigga, you can't wear them shoes. My nigga, like the thing was, that was my favorite pair of shoes, but they was dirty. She was like, nigga, you can't have a fly ass outfit in dirty shoes. 
even though they're a good pair of shoes, if they dirty, the girl is going to notice that shit off rip. Once she see you, she going to notice them dirty ass shoes and she's not going to take you serious. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like you always got to bring your fucking a game because it's it's some small shit that will automatically fucking disqualify you in a lot of situations. It's just like going on a fucking job interview. I don't give a fuck if you the most qualified candidate of them all. Nigga, if you come into the fucking job interview dressed bummy, you got a fucking hoodie on. Ain't nobody going to give a fuck about what you got to say. Don't nobody give a fuck about your qualifications when you come in that motherfucker acting like you ain't got no respect for the fucking moment. You know, like, I've done an episode about this shit, but it escapes me, my nigga. This is 121 episode my nigga like i'm gonna have to run it back and find which one it was go back and listen to all these shits on some real shit because it's game and all of my nigga but like the thing is when it comes to how you carry yourself my nigga like you could be on point in anything and when you're not on point it shows that you have no respect for the fucking moment my nigga you know it's like going to somebody's funeral with a fucking sweatsuit on or some shit it's like why would you do that shit and this is how i feel about just in general like, nigga, I don't go nowhere looking fucking bummy, my nigga. Like, that's just not how I get down. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm just chilling around my house, my nigga. I'm at least throw something decent on, nigga. Like, even when I'm at the house chilling, nigga, I got a clean T-shirt and some crispy fucking sweatpants on, nigga, while I'm chilling. Just in case I got to step out the motherfucking front door real quick to let the Amazon package come in or, you know, any fucking thing, my nigga. You know, and it's like you never get a second chance to make a fucking first impression. I forgot what commercial that was for whatever meaningless fucking item that they were selling at the time. But I always keep that shit in mind, my nigga, because it's fucking true. Like, it's a lot of times that I've met motherfuckers and, you know, they was like, oh, yeah, nigga, I, I remember you from back in the day. I didn't want to fuck with you because you was bummy. Like, nigga, so I could have been fucking with this bitch three years ago. But when she saw me, I had a dirty T-shirt on because, nigga, I haven't always been like, and I'm not saying this shit about myself like that, but, like, I haven't always been fly, my nigga. You know, like, back in the day, a nigga used to be bummy. Like, I didn't give a fuck what I wore, my nigga. Like, I would wear the same fucking Reeboks, khakis, and a motherfucking T-shirt every fucking day. Sometimes I'd make sure my T-shirt was crispy, but my outfit would be some bullshit, and I didn't give a fuck. You know, it was always like, I don't give a fuck who see me. I don't give a fuck how people view me. Like, everybody says that out their mouth. I don't give a fuck what nobody think about me. Mm. I bet you give a fuck what your supervisor think. I bet you give a fuck what your kids think. I bet you give a it's, it's people who you give a fuck what they think, my nigga. That's an absolute falsehood when people say they don't give a fuck what nobody think. You know, like when women be walking around with pajamas on talking about, I ain't got nobody to impress. I ain't trying to impress nobody. And then you're going to complain about being single. You know, because they like, I'm just going to the laundromat or I'm just in the airport or I'm just going to the supermarket. Motherfuckers done met they motherfucking soulmate at all those places. Motherfuckers done met they soulmate at the airport. Motherfuckers done met they soulmate at the laundromat. At the liquor store. Nigga, you never know when you'll run into somebody who could turn into something important for you. You know, so you always just want to be on point. Like I said, you ain't got to have your fucking Sunday best on. I'm not telling you to wear a motherfucking, you know, a five-piece suit 
to the liquor store. I'm not telling a woman to throw your high heels on and your little black dress just to run, you know, to the fucking store or the laundromat and no shit like that. But you can be on point no matter how you do it. There's a way to dress down and still be dressed decent. Some leggings and a nice shirt, my nigga. That's not that fucking hard to put on, my nigga. Brushing your shit into a nice little ponytail real quick. That's not that fucking hard to do. Like, you can be dressed down and still be fly. Like, men, nigga. A nice pair of sweatpants. Nice pair of crispy little Vans or some Chuck Taylors. You know, I'm from the West Coast. So, you know, with us, nigga, we'll throw on some Nike Cortez, some Chucks or some shit. Like, nigga, them Nike slides is burnt the fuck out. Especially if you got dirty socks on. Because I'm not even going to tell you not to wear Nike slides in public. But the least you can do is throw some clean socks on with the bitch. You know, like at least if you're going to go out with some sweatpants, at least your sweatpants could be clean. At least be a nice pair of sweatpants. Nigga, T-shirts is cheap as fuck, my nigga. You can go to fucking Walmart, get a pack of 10 of them motherfuckers for a dub, my nigga. Just throw a clean fucking shirt on when you step out the fucking house. It ain't that difficult to look clean. Even when you dress down, because you never know who you're going to run into, my nigga. You know, you could run into a person that could be a business opportunity. You could run into a person who could be a love interest. You could run into a motherfucker who who didn't like you in high school. You can just stun on their ass. Like, yeah, bitch, even when I'm off, I'm on, my nigga. You know, like, nigga, your appearance can affect any type of opportunity that you got going on in your fucking life, my nigga. So you always want to be on point, nigga. You never... Know who's watching dog You know especially because You know like I've talked about this shit Because it's happened to me like I've heard this shit From people my nigga Like you never know who's watching You and looking up to you my nigga You know like some people are fucking Inspired by you So you always just want to be At your best in everything that You do just for the people who watch you for inspiration, my nigga, like a big reason I try my best to be consistent with doing this motherfucking show is because the people who are actually fans of this shit, you know, for the people who literally like look forward to me recording these motherfuckers, you know, who like hit me up when I don't record like, hey, my nigga, what happened to the fucking show? And I swear it be people who I never knew even knew what a fucking podcast is, my nigga. You know, like one of my fucking club brothers in my motorcycle club. I know the nigga was listening to this shit. You know, I I got homies from my set. My nigga, like whole ass gang bangers, nigga. I ain't know them niggas was listening to this shit. I ain't know them niggas knew what a fucking podcast was. You know, a lot of them don't know what a podcast is, nigga. They they think it's a TV show. Like, yeah, cuz I be seeing your show. Nigga, I be seeing you with the TV behind you with the microphone. You be saying some real shit on your TV show. And I'm like, it's, it's not a TV show, my nigga. It's not on a channel. But I'm glad you listening to this shit. I'm glad that what the fuck I'm saying is resonating with you. You know, part of the reason, like I told y'all, the reason I didn't do a show last week was because, like I said with perception, dog, and this is some shit that I say all the fucking time. I never know when it's going to be somebody's first time listening to my show. So I don't want to just phone in a bullshit episode because that might be a nigga first time listening. And if that's their first time listening, even if they homie was like, hey, you got to listen to this motherfucking show, the Too Much Game podcast, it's dope as a motherfucker. And then you tune in and I'm talking some bullshit because I didn't have nothing to talk about, but I just threw an episode out there just for the hell of it. 
You not gonna wanna listen to that shit again nigga. Ain't nobody gonna be like Oh no see You gotta listen to To episode Uh 105 my nigga That that was a bad one It's just like when a nigga Tell you about a TV show And they blowing it up Like oh nigga You gotta see this motherfucking Snowfall This shit dope as a motherfucker And then you go And it's one of them Tune up episodes Or it's one of them episodes That's supposed to lead Into a better episode It's like you don't even Want to watch that shit my nigga You know so it's like You always just want to be At your best In everything you do You always want to put forth Your best performance Every single time because you never know when it's going to be a motherfucker first time checking your shit out. Like I said, you only get one chance to make a first impression and your first impression is always one of the most important impressions. Because sometimes a bad first impression will be your only impression. You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Sometimes when you meet a motherfucker and you off point, they don't want to hear shit you got to say. Nigga, they don't want to see what the fuck you got going on. They don't give a fuck because, man, you talking about the, the bitch who feet was stinking when I met her? You said she, she's this and she's that. You sure? Nigga, because when I seen her, nigga, you know, she had three broken fingernails and shit. Motherfucker had one eyelash on and some more shit. You telling me she's... All of that, she didn't look like all that. I'm cool. Oh, no, nigga, you got to see her when she got her makeup on. Nah, I'm good. Because if she carry herself like that, that ain't even nobody I want to be seen next to. So, nigga, you you know, whatever, I'll take your word for it. You know, and that's the fucking thing. And like I said, nigga, like sometimes you don't know who watching you as a fucking hater. And me, nigga, sometimes, nigga, like I tell people, I don't know if I have haters. I ain't even going to front, like. If I got haters, I don't know who the fuck they are. If I got haters, I can't tell. Like, nobody ain't never saying shit to my face, so it is what it is. But I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that don't like me. But, you know, I always try to make sure on point so they ain't got shit to say. Nigga, you can't clown me, my nigga, whether you like me or not. It ain't going to be shit you can say about me that's going to be true because I'm always on point. I always make sure that I'm on point. So even when the motherfucker that don't like me see me, nigga, all they can say is, I just don't like that motherfucker. I can't put my finger on it, but I don't like that nigga. I ain't got no smut on my name, nigga. I ain't got no motherfucking lies I'm telling nobody, nigga. I ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't got no motherfucking secrets. I ain't got no no skeletons buried and no shit like that. So it's like, nigga, you can't expose me because, nigga, it ain't. Shit to expose my nigga I, I, I do what I do like I do it for TV So even though I'm I've done shit that I'm not proud of I ain't did shit that I'm ashamed of You know and like that's a That's like a whole nother thing And it ain't all about perception but Just about being a hundo Just being a real motherfucker like, the funny thing is the episode that I did before that, episode two, is called Integrity. You know, and I'm big on fucking integrity, my nigga. Like, doing what you supposed to do even in the motherfucking dark, my nigga. Whether or not motherfuckers is watching you, nigga, just doing the right thing. Because you never, like I said, you never know when somebody watching you. You never know when the shit that you do will be found and exposed. So don't never do nothing that you feel like you're going to have to bury later on. Nigga, don't never do nothing that you feel like if niggas knew I was doing this, they'd look at me differently. 
Nigga, there's nothing that I've done that a motherfucker could tell y'all that I'd be fucking ashamed of, my nigga. You know, I don't fucking carry myself like that. Like, I'm not like a real nigga on the internet and a bitch nigga in real life. You know, I'm not like this super dad on the internet and this deadbeat in real life. I'm not like a big baller rich nigga on the internet and a broke ass nigga in real life. Like, I'm the same nigga on and off the mic. I'm the same nigga in and out of work. I'm the same nigga in front of a bitch face as the motherfucker that is sitting in the house by myself, my nigga. Like, it ain't nothing that I do that I can't tell niggas I do. There's some shit I keep private. You know, there's some shit that ain't nobody motherfucking business. But at the same time, it ain't none of that shit that I'm going to be ashamed of if it came out about me, my nigga. So, you know, carry yourself with motherfucking integrity, my nigga. So you ain't got to lie. Because that's a big part of how you're perceived, my nigga. Everybody who know me know I'm a real motherfucker. You know, and that's the fucking thing. A lot of times your fucking reputation precedes itself. You know, a lot of times word of mouth will beat you to the person that you run into. You know, a lot of times you go into a job. A lot of us have got our job through another person word. A lot of our, a lot of where we work at is my homie got me in. Your homie spoke you up and that's how you got your job. A lot of times somebody spoke you up and that's how you got your girl. Uh, Somebody spoke you up and that's how you got into the opportunity that you got into. You know, so carry yourself with motherfucking integrity because you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's listening and you don't know who's talking about your motherfucking ass, good or bad. So make sure that you always on point. So even when the motherfucking haters speak about you, the only thing they can say is, I don't like that motherfucker, but he doing his thing. You know. And carry yourself with fucking class. You know, I think it was an episode. Now that I think about it, I think the episode was called Keep It Classy. If I'm not mistaken. You know, and that episode was all about, you know, like I said, just having respect for the moment, my nigga. Having respect for your motherfucking self. You know, because I tell people a lot, like when I see people who don't keep they self on point, women who don't keep their hair and nails done. You know, women who don't give a fuck how they dress or how they're viewed or none of that shit. Like, I don't look at it as how they say, like, oh, I ain't got nobody to impress. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got nobody to impress. I look at them as how they view they fucking self. Like, it ain't about them niggas outside. Nigga, how do you view you? How important are you to you that you don't give a fuck how you look? Like, nigga, I get mad when I look in the mirror. And my hair not cut right or my mustache not trimmed right or I ain't got the right shit on. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck what a nigga say about how I look. If I don't look good to me, I can't even take the fucking compliment right, my nigga. You know, like I I, I view myself highly. So I have to dress a certain way. I have to present myself a certain way. You know, like another person who I'm not a big fucking fan of is fucking Tiffany Haddish. You know, and it's because, like, you've been a millionaire for a very long time. You've been exposed to a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of fucking information. Why do you fucking carry yourself like you ain't never been nowhere? And the thing is, 
I understand the personality. I understand that, you know, your your persona and all this type of shit. Like, I'm not telling you niggas to start speaking like white, white people and pronouncing your E's and your R's and saying all of your letters and enunciating and things of that nature. I'm not telling you guys to talk like that. But I'm just saying, my nigga, like, as a real nigga, there's ways to communicate, nigga. There's ways to speak to where motherfuckers won't think you a fucking dumbass. Like, nigga, I don't speak like no motherfucking white person. Nigga, I don't fucking speak proper English. But everybody who know what the fuck I'm saying, nigga, when I'm saying it. Like, I tell motherfuckers as far as, like, just my broken fucking English, my nigga. And just Ebonics in general, my nigga. Like, you can say what you want about Ebonics, my nigga. But when we say what we say, you understand what we say when we say that shit. You know, like, even though I might not be enunciating my words and things like that, like, everything I say is understood. Nigga, I don't talk like I'm no stupid motherfucker. I don't talk like I'm, I'm no ignorant-ass nigga. You know, I might not, you know, pronounce E's and R's and shit, but nigga, you know what the fuck I said. You know I said some real shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, like I got motherfuckers who who graduated college who listen to this shit. Nigga, I got lawyers who listen to this shit. You know, financial advisors and shit like that who listen to this motherfucking shit. Them niggas don't talk like me, but they understand what the fuck I'm saying. Them niggas know what the fuck I'm talking about because I speak a certain way. You know, it ain't about how you enunciate or how you pronounce words. It's about what the fuck you say. You know, like with Tiffany Haddish, my nigga, sometimes she just say dumb shit. And it's like, I know you smarter than that. And I think that's what gets me about that shit. Like, I hate a smart motherfucker that try to sound like a stupid motherfucker. Because, like I said, about how people view you, my nigga. You know, like, they they laughing at you. They not laughing with you. They not laughing at your comedy. They laughing at you because they think you a fucking idiot. You know, and that's the thing. You know, like, as far as, as what I'm saying about perception a lot of times, my nigga, just because you think everybody laughing with you don't mean they laughing with you, my nigga. Sometimes they laughing at you. Them niggas ain't laughing at your humor, my nigga. They laughing at you because you look fucking stupid. You know, and that's why I don't believe in that shit, my nigga. I am, you know, like the word cooning. You know, we uh, us in the black community, a lot of times we, 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 we use the term cooning to basically describe niggas who got a higher view of white people than they have of black people and they self. But the real definition of cooning is perpetuating the negative stereotypes of black people. And I feel like a lot of niggas do that shit because they feel like it's a bag involved because they feel like 
it's going to make white people feel comfortable. It's going to make white people laugh. Like, nigga, I'm not no motherfucking zoo animal, my nigga. Like, I don't like that shit, nigga. I don't play that motherfucking game when white people be calling me bro. And I don't play that, oh, he the cool white boy so he can say nigga around me. I don't do none of that motherfucking shit. Like, nigga, we don't, we don't do that shit here, my nigga. You know, like, I don't play the fucking coon game, nigga. Like, I'm not trying to make nobody feel motherfucking comfortable. I'm not finna hide my motherfucking intellect to make nobody feel better about theyself. You know, like, I be telling women that shit. Like, nigga, any nigga who you gotta play dumb for, you need to get the fuck away from. You know, because I know women who be, like, fucking with niggas and they be trying to, you know, play the hee-hee-hee giggle game like they dumber than they are. Like, let that nigga know you ain't no dumbass bitch. It ain't fucking cute to be no stupid-ass woman. Like, nigga, let that motherfucker know, nigga, you intelligent. You got a degree. You got your motherfucking shit together, nigga. Intellectually, I can match any motherfucking body. And I'm going to let you know whether you like that shit or not, nigga. If you can't fuck with me for who I am, get the fuck away from me. Like, nigga, I don't hide my motherfucking intelligence for no fucking body. Fuck you. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, you know, this this episode is about motherfucking perception. But the thing is, nigga, like the image that you put forth should be the image of who you actually are. I'm not telling you to be nothing different than who you are. I'm just telling you to be on point with who you are. Nigga, however you carry yourself, whatever the fuck you into, whatever you do, do that shit. Whoever you are, be that shit, my nigga. Because like this one thing that I fucking hate in the fucking black community, dog. This is a conversation that we really honestly need to have in the fucking black community, my nigga. And it sounds funny, but it's some real shit, nigga. Nerd shaming. Like, we need to stop shaming nerds in the black community, my nigga. It ain't nothing wrong with being a fucking nerd, my nigga. Like, a lot of us in the black community, nigga, we real, we we tough on nerds, my nigga. We hard on dorks. And it's not, it's nothing wrong with being a nerd, my nigga. It ain't nothing wrong with liking anime. It ain't nothing wrong with playing fucking Pokemon Go. It ain't nothing wrong with that shit, my nigga. Some motherfuckers are just socially awkward, my nigga. And that's life. You know, like, you see a lot of women talking about um, Childish Gambino fucking with a white woman or uh, Virgil Abloh fucking with white women and shit. And it's like, my nigga, black women don't fuck with dorks. Like, nigga, y'all be talking about these niggas for fucking with white women and you know damn well you wouldn't get that nigga the fucking time of day. So how the fuck you gonna be mad at him for fucking with white people when you wouldn't fuck with that nigga? You wasn't gonna get that nigga no pussy? Who who was he gonna get pussy from? What you thought that nigga was gonna wait? Wait till he got famous to get a bitch? Hell no, nigga. I'ma get who likes me, my nigga. Like whenever you see black dorks, they always fucking with other fucking races because that's who embraces them. Like me, nigga, everybody who know me know. Like if you went to fucking high school with me, my nigga, I was the one nigga that kicked it with the nerdy black kids, my nigga. Because they always had the best conversation, my nigga. You know, they was into the same type of shit I'm into. Because I done said that shit a million times on this fucking show, my nigga. I consider myself to be a nerd. I might dress cool. I might talk cool. I might be from a gang and all that shit that niggas think is cool. But at heart, I'm a nerd, my nigga. Like, I watch anime, nigga. I play fucking video games, my nigga. Like, I'm a statistic dork when it comes to sports and shit, my nigga. Like, I be knowing where all the players went to college. I be watching the draft and all that type of shit, my nigga. Like, I'm into a bunch of shit that niggas would consider to be nerdy, my nigga. 
but I carry myself like this, so don't nobody be like, oh, that nigga Dolomite a fucking geek. You'd never say that about me. Nobody would ever say that about me. But if you look at the niggas who I kicked it with in high school, nigga, I kicked it with nerds in high school. Whether or not the niggas who I kicked it with in high school will admit that they nerds, what's going on, my nigga Michelle? I kicked it with that nigga in high school. Like, niggas who I kicked it with in high school, nigga, I didn't kick it with the popular motherfuckers. I kicked it with the fucking nerds. And in the black community, nigga, we shouldn't be shaming the nerds, my nigga. Everybody can't look like the Migos or everybody can't look like whatever new rapper on motherfucking TV. And it's crazy because, nigga, nowadays when I look at the rappers, all them niggas look like geeks to me. Nigga, Lil Uzi Vert look like a fucking weirdo to me, nigga. Like all the new little rappers that my son is listening to, they all look like fucking geeks to me. But in the black community, my nigga, we got to stop shaming the geeks, nigga. These are going to be the leaders in the future. You know, like even like the nerdy kid that get bullied, nigga, we got to stop bullying our nerds, my nigga. Like they're going to be the motherfuckers that's going to help push the whole fucking community forward, my nigga. Like these are going to people that are going to help us, my nigga. These going to be our doctors, lawyers and shit like that, nigga. A lot of the reason that we see a lot of successful motherfuckers become coons is because they got shitted on by their own community their whole life. Them as nerds have been getting shitted on their whole fucking life. So it's like, fuck these niggas. Y'all niggas ain't never had nothing good to say about me. Fuck y'all. Like you look at, uh, what's that nigga name? Um, Ben Carson, who was running with Donald Trump, my nigga. The reason Ben Carson was such a fucking coon is because I'm sure throughout his whole fucking lifespan... Niggas been talking greasy about him. So he like, man, fuck y'all niggas, man. Y'all niggas ain't shit. You know, I got a cousin like that. My nigga, my cousin, he's not the most cool guy in the world. All he kick it with his other races because other races love our dorks. Like nigga, other races embrace they nerds, my nigga. Us, we, we shun our nerds. We treat them niggas like they the weirdest niggas in the world. Like nigga, oh nigga, that's... That's weird ass such and such over there. Like them, like literally my nigga, it's niggas related. The nerds of the black community, nigga, they, they be isolated at the family reunion. Like these, your cousins, brothers, sisters, they not even fucking with you. Cause you a fucking weirdo. Cause you a nerd. Cause you, you know, you a fucking lame or whatever. But it's like my nigga, people can't help what they like. People can't help what they into. People can't help that shit. My nigga, if you in the anime, be into that shit. My nigga. Don't never be ashamed of what the fuck you went to. Don't be ashamed of your fucking preference. You know, and like this, another thing, my nigga, like when it come to fucking people's sexuality, my nigga. You know, like the, the episode that I did right before I took my break, you know, right before I did the um the debate with Smash. You know, I did a show with two of my close homeboys, Eric Devante and Mr. Shots. You know, Eric Devante from the... uh. The Get Right Podcast, the Get Right Radio Show. That's what they call it, but it's a podcast. But, um, you know, them is my two gay homeboys. You know, and like another thing that, that gets shamed is motherfucking sexuality, my nigga. It's like motherfuckers can't be gay, my nigga. You know, and like this is something like jokingly that I've had conversations with my family members, my nigga. Like, nigga, if you gay, be fucking gay, my nigga. You ain't got to be fucking down low, my nigga. Like, it's 2022, nigga. If you gay, just fucking be gay. Nigga, you ain't got to fucking, you know, hide your sexuality. Like, nigga, I don't, I don't like down low motherfuckers. 
Like, why are you afraid to be who you are, my nigga? Even if you a fucking hard-ass thug gang member, my nigga. If you gay, be fucking gay. Be a fucking hard gangbanger. I ain't gonna say fruitcake. Just a hard gangbanger gay person, my nigga. Like, nigga, whoever you are, just be that shit, my nigga. You ain't gotta fucking hide who you are, dog. Like, what the what the fuck difference do it make Who what I do in my fucking private time? Like, this the same with being a fucking nerd, my nigga. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck what you do in your fucking private time, my nigga. Do your shit, my nigga. It's about who I am when I'm in front of you. It ain't about what the fuck I do behind your back. You know, like, that's the reason I got the fucking, the utmost respect for my, my nigga Eric Devante and the homie Mr. Shots, my nigga. Because if you gay, just be fucking gay, my nigga. Like, I, I'm almost envious of openly gay dudes. Because I feel like them niggas could really be exactly who they are. And nobody gonna judge them niggas for it. Like us as straight niggas, you know, niggas got the term pause. You know, no homo and uh, all that other shit, my nigga. I don't pause a motherfucking thing, my nigga. On some real shit, I don't never say fucking pause. You know, especially because, you know, Jada Kiss had a line. I forgot the song. But that shit resonated with me. He said a real nigga should never have to say no homo. And I live by that. I don't give a fuck what the fuck I say, my nigga. No, ain't no pause, nigga. And what? Say something. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga, because I know what the fuck I do in real life, nigga. I'm not gay, so nothing that I should say should be taken as some gay shit. You know, I'm cool with gay motherfuckers. It's, it's documented, my nigga. I got a whole fucking episode with two of my close homeboys who are gay, my nigga. But I'm not gay. But I'm also, I'm, like, I'm not afraid of my fucking sexuality, my nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck who I kick it with, nigga. It's about who the fuck I am in real life. Fuck who you see me standing next to. Even though you ain't finna see me standing next to no motherfucking snitches. You ain't finna see me standing next to no motherfucking thieves. You ain't gonna see me standing next to no motherfuckers with smut on their name, nigga. I'm not finna be hanging out with no child molesters and no bullshit like that. You know, because the gay homies that I got, they stand up real ass niggas. They just happen to be fucking gay. That ain't saying nothing about their motherfucking character, nigga. Your sexuality and your character are two completely different things, my nigga. I fuck with motherfuckers based on their fucking character. What they do... In private, ain't got shit to do with me. Long as they ain't hurting no motherfucking kids, raping no motherfucking women, or doing nothing that has a fucking victim involved, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I fuck with real niggas. No matter what the fuck your fucking preference is, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. I carry myself a certain way, my nigga. I know who I am. I know what I'm into. I know what I'm down with. And that's all the fuck that's important to me, my nigga. But like I'm telling y'all, my nigga, just... Focus on your motherfucking character, my nigga. Focus on how the fuck you carry yourself. Focus on what you present as far as the way that you carry yourself. Because like I said, my nigga, you never know who fucking watching, my nigga. And you represent your fucking tribe. You represent your last name. You represent your motherfucking family. You know, so another reason that I try to carry myself a certain way is because, my nigga, I don't want nobody... To meet me, say nothing to me, or we have a fucking interaction. And I tell niggas this shit, black people, I don't give a fuck how you slice it, my nigga. You are the black community to white people when they meet you. When you screaming in the motherfucking movie theater, I don't give a fuck if you the only nigga in the movie theater screaming at the screen. They pointing to you saying, 
black people. Look at those black people. Whenever you doing some bullshit, I don't give a fuck what it is, my nigga. They going to say black people. They not going to say that one nigga. They going to say, look at how black people act. Look at how black people be screaming in the mall. Look at how black people dress. Look at how black people do this, my nigga. And and, and that's anything, my nigga. Like, nigga, I, I remember fucking with a, a, a female nigga. She didn't want to fuck with me because I was from Compton. Oh, I don't fuck with Compton niggas because Compton niggas do this. Like, bitch, Compton a big fucking city, my nigga. Ain't no city producing only one type of nigga. But that's what it is, my nigga. Like, how you carry yourself, nigga. You carrying everything that you associated with on your motherfucking back. Nigga, you get treated according to how the fuck you present yourself, nigga. Everybody behind you get treated according to how you fucking present yourself. Like, the funny thing with that, nigga, I used to tell niggas all the time, my nigga, don't be giving women unnecessary fucking compliments because you make it harder for the rest of us, niggas. Nigga, when you got a bitch running around this motherfucker feeling like her head is this motherfucking big, that make it harder for every other nigga in the club because now she feel like that's what she deserve because this one nigga did it, so all the rest of these niggas should do it too, nigga. That nigga said I was finer than Beyonce. So according to that nigga and now all y'all niggas, I'm finer than Beyonce. You know, so like when you present yourself, nigga, you got to present yourself like you a representative of everything. Nigga, I carry myself like I'm carrying the whole black race on my back. I carry myself like I'm carrying my whole fucking family on my back. I carry myself like I'm carrying the whole fucking black community on my back. Nigga, like, I'm carrying the whole count, nigga, everything that I represent, nigga, I'm wearing that shit on my back. So I got to fucking present myself a certain way because, nigga, this is how you going to view everything I'm associated with, my nigga. So I always make sure to present myself a certain way so won't nobody have nothing negative to say about nothing I'm associated with, my nigga. And like I said, people treat you according to how you present yourself. This is big for women. You know, like a lot of times niggas view you based on your social media. Whether you that person or not, my nigga. If a nigga's watching your social media and all you posting is twerk videos, ass, titties, body pictures, and, you know, bikinis and shit like that, a nigga's immediately going to look at you like a sex object. You could be the most intelligent motherfucker with all the degrees and 16 letters behind your name, 29 years in school, all the education, and you can be the most brilliant woman in the world. If all the nigga see is ass on your page, all he going to see is ass when he see you. He ain't going to be thinking about your motherfucking brain because that ain't what the fuck you presented to him. That's not what you led with. You know, like, you know, a fucking fisherman by their bait, my nigga. Like, you know what the fuck a person got going on by what the fuck they fishing with. And it ain't always that, you know, but like I said, nigga, perception becomes reality in 2022, my nigga, nigga, the last, what, 15 years of society since social media has been so prevalent, you know, even jobs nowadays want to know your fucking social media so they can see the type of person that you are, see the type of shit you be posting, see how your mind works. You know, and this is why a lot of times, like, you really got to be mindful of the shit that you put on social media. You got to be mindful of the shit you post, you know, like when you in a bad mood, you know, you got to be mindful of the shit you post when you had a fucked up day at work. 
You know how many motherfuckers done got fired from their job because of a damn social media post? Nigga, you done got off, got off work and got on Twitter real quick like, fuck this bitch-ass job. I'll slap my boss in his motherfucking face. That nigga's a bitch. Not even knowing that nigga following you. Or some fucking hater from work is following you. Like I said, nigga, everybody following you ain't your fucking friend. Everybody at your job ain't your fucking friend. You know, and I said that shit in, in a million fucking episodes. Nigga, everybody who you associate with ain't friendly. You know, a lot of motherfuckers be, oh, this my friend from work. Oh, this my friend from school. Nigga, them ain't your motherfucking friends. Nigga, them your colleagues, my nigga. Them is not your fucking friends, dog. A lot of them same motherfuckers will be all nice at work, polite at work and all that shit. Hey, how you doing, Jamal? Hey, man, great day. Hey, man, you see that 49er game? Yeah, the game was great. Nigga, that's the same motherfucker in the ball in, in the boss's office snitching about some shit you fucking tweeted on, you know, on the fucking internet, my nigga. That nigga is smiling in your face and stabbing you right behind your motherfucking back. You know, I don't fall for that shit, dog. I don't give a fuck about motherfuckers being polite to me. Because I know how it go, my nigga. You know, it's a lot of posturing, my nigga. It's a lot of fucking politics. It's a lot of politics at work. You know, and just in anything in general, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, that's the reason I always try to carry myself with integrity. Nigga, that's the reason I always do everything I do. Like somebody watching. Because you just never fucking know, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers committed crimes thinking there wasn't no witnesses. And the motherfucker jumped on the stand because you didn't see that motherfucking ass. You know, it's a lot of shit that you think you might be doing. You be thinking you be low. Like, nigga, it's a million motherfuckers who I done seen, you know, like, at work. And they be, hey, man, I heard your podcast. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean you heard my podcast? I don't advertise this motherfucking shit at work. Y'all niggas know motherfucking well, nigga. I don't never say what the fuck my job is on this bitch. And shout out to Shan up in this motherfucker. Shan from She Gets It Podcast, who I recorded with yesterday, my nigga. Shan in the motherfucking building. What's going on? Shan creates things. But yeah, my nigga, like, nigga, you just never fucking know, nigga. I record this motherfucking show, nigga. I don't tell nobody at work that I got a goddamn podcast. Somehow niggas from my job be listening to this motherfucker And like I said nigga you gotta do shit like you doing it for TV So the thing about it is nigga I've never made myself sound like nothing other than what the fuck I am in real life So when I'm on this motherfucking show I don't say nothing on this motherfucking show that I'm not in real life When I go up in that motherfucking office at my job nigga I'll be talking just like this I might not be cussing like this in front of certain fucking people but nigga, the top boss at my motherfucking job know I cuss, know I talk like this, nigga, know I carry myself like this. Ain't nobody from my job gonna hear my show and be like, oh my God, Anthony, I didn't know you spoke like that. The only motherfucker be saying shit like that is my mother-in-law. You know, because my my family over there, them motherfuckers know, you know, I'm, they Christians and I got respect for their religion. Just like my stepmother. Uh, episode I forgot the name But um, Nigga the episode that I did To start 2021 The New Year's episode from 2021 I did the whole episode without cussing Because of a conversation that I had with my stepmother Because I don't I don't cuss in front of my stepmother You know so that's the thing Like I have respect for certain people's 
um, religion. So I won't cuss in front of them because I know that makes them feel uncomfortable. You know, again, this goes to how I carry myself. I carry myself with respect. Nigga, I show people respect because I expect respect back. You know, like some people be like, nah, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I talk however in front of whoever. No, not me, my nigga. You know, because I understand, nigga, it's not necessary for me to cuss all the motherfucking time. Like, I don't have to cuss. Nigga, I cuss because I fucking want to cuss. I don't cuss because I have to. You know, like I was telling my stepmom. Like, nigga, I don't cuss because I have a limited vocabulary, nigga. I cuss because that's just how the fuck I talk. I enjoy cussing. I'm a grown-ass fucking man, nigga. I waited like 22 years to be able to cuss, my nigga. So I'm using this shit, nigga. I couldn't cuss when I'm a kid. Now as a grown-ass motherfucking man, I'm using my fucking United States ability as an adult to say what the fuck I want to say. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. I just like cussing. It makes my fucking sentences sound better, my nigga. It's like seasoning to the words that I'm saying and shit. You know, like, just think about it, my nigga. Like, when you're telling a person to be quiet, you could say shut up in a million different languages without profanity. And it don't sound the same as shut the fuck up. Nigga, shut the fuck up gets results. Profanity gets results, my nigga. When you having sex, profanity gets results, nigga. Like, nigga, you you can't be like, whose vagina is this? Whose vagina is this? You can't be like, oh, oh, um, stroke me, stroke me harder, fuck me, nigga. Like you, you gotta have some 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 profanity in that motherfucker. You know that goes to perception, my nigga. Profanity is is a, a valuable fucking tool in anything, my nigga, in how you're viewed. Because I'm not always saying that, you know, your perception has to be something positive and classy and pretty. Because sometimes, nigga, your perception has to be something negative. You know, like, I tell motherfuckers just about me personally, my nigga, like the way that I get down as far as my presentation, my personal presentation. Like, nigga, I don't present myself like the type of nigga that you just going to talk shit to. I carry myself with respect. I carry myself respectfully, but I also carry myself like a motherfucker that won't tolerate disrespect. I carry myself like the type of motherfucker you just not finna talk to any old type of way. I'm not the type of motherfucker whose shoes you gonna step on and not apologize. Like, I don't carry myself like no bitch-ass nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, us as black people, we are masters of this shit. Niggas is the masters of looking tough. Whether we may or may not be tough, niggas is good as a motherfucker at looking tough. We'll look tough like a motherfucker. We sound tough like a motherfucker. A lot of niggas be straight up bitches, straight hoes, straight soft, nigga. Butter soft. But we carry ourselves like we the toughest nigga in the world. You know, and it's, it, it, it's a powerful thing. It's a valuable thing, my nigga. You know, like I said, with leverage, my nigga, a lot of times you'll get out of conflict because you look like that nigga that don't take no shit. You look like that nigga that know how to throw them motherfucking hands. You look like that type of nigga. So a motherfucker not even going to try you because they feel like, nigga, you might put them fucking paws on their ass, my nigga. And they, nah, I ain't going to fuck with that nigga because that nigga look like he got them things on him. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. That's the fucking value of perception, nigga. That's the value of how you fucking carry yourself, my nigga. You know, I be telling motherfuckers just in general, like, nigga, niggas know. Nigga, I ain't that nigga to beef with, dog. 
I'm not that nigga Niggas just don't be Fucking talking to Any old type of way Cause niggas know My nigga I ain't the motherfucking one You know And another part of this shit Nigga You know And that's what I'ma fucking Close this bitch with dog Nigga A lot Of how you are viewed Is based on who you Fucking surround yourself with You know Like I tell women My nigga You know Something I've been saying Since I was in fucking High school My nigga Holes of a feather fuck around together. If you kick it with six hoes, you a hoe. I don't give a fuck how you a virgin and how you you been celibate and you in a relationship and all that shit, nigga. If you run with six hoes every day, all the time, every time you go out, it's with some hoes. Every time you kicking it. It's with some hoes, all your close homegirls and relatives is some hoes. As far as the world concerned, you a hoe too. Like, it's all about who you hang out with. You know, like they say, nigga, you hang with four broke niggas, you're going to be number five. You know, and that goes for reality and perception, my nigga. Whoever you kick it with is how you're going to get judged, my nigga. No, no matter how the fuck you are, no matter what your actual character is, it's very hard to judge you as anything other than the people who you surround yourself with closely, my nigga. You know, like, you you learn this shit when you little. Like, your mama don't want you hanging out with badass Kevin. Because, you know, Kevin gonna get your ass in trouble. Nigga, whether or not you doing whatever the fuck Kevin doing, you gonna get in trouble because you always with Kevin. So they gonna assume you and Kevin is the same type of kid. Oh, you that little bad motherfucker be walking around with Kevin. I don't give a fuck if you on the honor roll. You got fucking straight ass. You a boy scout. Nigga, you help old ladies across the street with their fucking groceries and some more shit. If you hang with badass Kevin, you a badass kid just like Kevin. Nigga, that same shit carries on into adulthood, my nigga. You are judged by the motherfuckers you carry yourself with. You know, like, nigga, I remember being at work and a bunch of my homies came to work. Them motherfuckers, them niggas looked at me a completely different way when they seen my friends come to work. And I told him, what the fuck y'all niggas doing at my job? Like, nigga, one of my homeboys, nigga, Cornbread, rest in peace. I swear to God, nigga, this motherfucker showed up to my fucking job, nigga. I was a school bus driver, mind you, nigga. I drove school buses back in the day, nigga. I'm at the school bus yard, nigga. Him, the homie Blue Rag, and the homie Pie Face, nigga. All them niggas showed up to the job. Cornbread got on a tan khaki suit with a blue rag hanging out his left back pocket. Blue rag wrapped around his wrist and a blue rag coming out of his motherfucking Yankee baseball cap, my nigga. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all niggas doing at my job looking like this? Because everybody's like, oh, my God, who are those people? Who who brought these gang members here? Oh, my God. Like, they thought somebody was finna fight. Them motherfuckers just came up there to say what's up to me because they knew where I worked at. But, nigga, I'm telling you, nigga, my coworkers immediately was like, nigga, you know what? At first, we kind of thought you was a gangbanger. But now we know for a fact you're a motherfucking gangbanger. Because those niggas right there, those are gangbangers. And the thing is, nigga, he was the softest nigga out of everybody, nigga. Rest in peace to my nigga Cornbread. But Cornbread wasn't the toughest motherfucker in the world. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. It was the perception he looked tough than a motherfucker. So that's the reason everybody looked at him like he was the toughest nigga in the fucking group because he looked tough. You know, and that's the fucking thing about perception. But again, everybody judged me based off of who my circle was. Everybody judged me based off of who I'm cool with. You know, and this goes into interpersonal relationships and friendships as well. It's a lot of motherfuckers that don't fuck with you 
because you fuck with somebody else. You know, like in gang banging, my nigga, like nigga, if you hang with a snitch, you a snitch by association, my nigga. We not fucking with niggas who fuck with snitches. Nigga, all that, oh, cuz ain't finna snitch on me. Oh, that's my nigga. I don't give a fuck. And everybody who know me in real life, who like really know me, know me, like who know me personally, my nigga, niggas know it's niggas who I don't fuck with because of niggas who they fuck with. And some of these niggas is related to them. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, my nigga. If your cousin slime and you kick it with your cousin, I don't fuck with you because you kick it with your cousin, nigga, family or not. Like, nigga, even motherfuckers that's in my family, my nigga, like, nigga, if I'm related to a motherfucking child molester, I'm not fucking with that motherfucker. If I'm related to a snitch, I'm not fucking with that motherfucker, my nigga, nigga, uh, character is thicker than blood, my nigga. Like, fuck the bullshit, my nigga. You know, and this is something that, you know, another conversation that we need to have in the fucking black community. Which, you know, motherfuckers be sweeping that shit under the rug. But, like, motherfuckers molesting motherfuckers in their family. Motherfuckers with that dirty-ass uncle that they should have killed years ago. You know, like, I don't know if it's as prevalent now as it was back in the day. But, you know, a lot of our families got some 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 molesters in them motherfuckers. You know, like a lot of us got an auntie that got a story about how she was molested by one of her uncles in the family. And that motherfucker's still around. Like me, nigga, I, I, I pray to God I don't ever find no shit like that in my family, my nigga. Because it ain't no way in hell I'm letting that shit slide. But like, that's a fucking thing, my nigga. Like, it, it ain't about, oh, that's my cousin, that's my brother, that's my nephew, that's, that's a snitch, my nigga. You know, because as much as a motherfucking family, nigga, family out here molesting each other. Family out here snitching on each other. Family out here motherfucking killing each other. Niggas killing they wife. Motherfucking brothers killing they brother. Cousins killing they cousin over a bitch. Over some money. Over a lick. Nigga, brothers is killing each other over shit like that, my nigga. So it ain't about, oh, I'ma kick it with this snitch ass nigga because he my motherfucking relative. Fuck all that, my nigga. You know, and like I said, nigga, I really judge motherfuckers based on who the fuck they kick it with, my nigga. Like Frocast said, aunties be praying on their nephews too, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, nigga, family can only take you so fucking far. And y'all niggas know, nigga, I believe in family first. But nigga, family first based on character, dog. Nigga, if your family got flawed character, my nigga, they got to get cut the fuck off, my nigga. Ain't nobody above the fucking program, my nigga. Ain't nobody above the cut. Ain't nobody above fucking character, my nigga. That's bullshit. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck who you are, nigga. If you if your character flawed, I ain't fucking with you, my nigga. Because I don't want to be associated with your motherfucking bullshit. Nigga, I had cousins I didn't kick it with. Literally cousins, family members, my nigga. We was blood related. I didn't fuck with them niggas because they had flawed fucking character, nigga. I just don't do that shit. But, you know, like, just to put a bow on all this shit, dog. Nigga, just remember to stay on point because you never know who's watching. You never know who's looking. You never know who's fucking listening. You only get one chance to fucking make a first impression. So, nigga, always make sure that whatever you do, say, however you dress, however you roll, however you carry yourself, you making the best impression, my nigga, because your first impression could be your last. I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite. The Too Much Game Podcast Live from the Sanctuary once again If you would like to support us financially As Townhouse Media 
I keep fucking that up. It's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support both of the Townhouse Media podcasts. Sports for You podcast. If y'all watching on YouTube or Instagram, that's what's going on behind me with Mark, John Watson, and Nick motherfucking Freeze. You know, live uh, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And if y'all niggas here, y'all niggas already know. Niggas Sundays, Mondays, sometimes Saturdays. Too Much Game podcast. Nigga recording these motherfuckers whenever the fuck I get around to it. Because I got a busy ass schedule. Um, Follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Twitter and Instagram. Or at Too Much Game podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game pod on Twitter. Um, If you would like to support me financially, my nigga, cash at me, my nigga. Uh, At Uncle Dolomite Or you know Dollar sign or whatever Buy some fucking Merchandise my nigga Fucking um Too much game Podcast dot store I need to start saying That shit during the show Cause I really want you Niggas to buy my merch dog I got merchandise nigga Buy some shit Post that shit Nigga I'll post you I shot you out Motherfucker Buy some merch But uh Yeah nigga I guess that's it I ain't here to help you Get bitches I'm here to help you Get better Too much game Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.